Hey everybody, it's Thursday, so it's time for an entrepreneur's courage. And I want to first give a small disclosure that typically I try to keep these as short as I possibly can, just give you a quick word and what it means to me, uh, but I couldn't do it this time. So if you could, please bear with me as we walk through Isaiah chapter 55. Uh, my whole purpose was to talk about verse 11. Uh, verse 11 though, however, talks about, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth, it shall not return to me empty, but shall accomplish what which I purpose and shall succeed in the things for which I sent it. So when I, I, I had to read the chapter, the, excuse me, the verse after, and then I decided to read the verse before, and I find myself scrolling all the way to the top of the chapter. So Isaiah 55 talks about the compassion of the Lord. And I think this is a great, great message considering the times that we are in. And we're all getting a little anxious. A lot of us are, you know, oh, we listen for a moment. And now it's like, I want to do what it is that I want to do. And by doing so, you're putting not only yourself, but others at risk. And so I think this this is this is a great message. Um, a great, great message. So I want to break it down as we read through this and what it means to me and how I'm going to try to make it current to our situation. And I hope it will be of a blessing to you. So follow me. Come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. I think just that that first that first scripture right there speaks a lot. Come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come. God is a provider. And we're faced with over 22 million people that have filed for unemployment benefits and not too sure when this season is over, if they're going to be able to go back to even a job. Businesses may have changed their models and the way they're going to handle their labor costs moving forward because they may realize that the business that they've established is sustainable with the current with the current labor force that it has. And so that's 22 million people that have questions on whether or not six, nine months from now they will have a job. They'll be able to return back to the normal the normalcy of their life. So but God offers something that no man can have and that no man can provide. And that is the ability to eat the ability to survive because he is the one that will consistently provide. So why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me. God is calling for our attention and eat what is good and delight yourself in rich food. The words that I'm speaking is rich. It should fill you up with hope. It should fill you with a desire to get closer and connected to God. These, This is the food in which you should be digesting, digesting every single day. It shouldn't be the quick, uh, the quick response to, to go ahead and go and purchase something that, does not, that you do not need. Purchase what it is that you need. Keep your faith in God. Do not spend your days, spend your times chasing after the material things of life because God will enable you to provide the things that you need for yourself and your family. 
Do not be frivolous with what God has given you. Be a good steward of what he has blessed you with and ensure that not only you're taken care of, but you're giving your reverence and honor back to God. Because what he, what he, what he gives you, he only asks for 10% back. But even in that, being Christ-like, being just like him, trying to resemble him as closely as you possibly can, even then, that 90%, you're shipping some of that off to someone else so you can be a blessing unto them. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live, and I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. Incline your ear. Take the moment, take the time to listen because he is speaking to you. God, God, uh, Jesus and God themselves may not be here physically where we can see and touch, but he left us the Holy Spirit that is within us. And it causes us to be convicted of things that we should, should not do. It causes us to get the overwhelming desire to want to praise his name because he has allowed something in your life to happen that you have been praying for or you never even saw coming. And it was a, a, an extreme surprise and blessing unto you to help you get out of your current situation. So listen, listen to, to the Holy Spirit. Listen to that voice inside of your inside of your ear that is calling, calling for you so that your soul may live. This body will wither away. But we're talking about the eternal life, the salvation of your soul that will live on and forever, everlasting with our Father, which is in heaven. And my steadfast for sure love of David. Behold, I made him a witness to the people and uh, a leader and a commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know and the nation that did not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Believing and trusting in him, listening to the spirit that is within you, having this clear understanding that you're putting your efforts into things that are everlasting. You're focusing on helping your your, your your neighbor, on helping your family, on helping those that God has had, uh, uh, that has allowed to cross into your path. You're not focused on the earthly things. And, and in doing so, you'll realize that, that people are becoming drawn to you because of your attitude, because the way you're presenting yourself as you walk about your daily lives. That's what it means by he say, behold, shall a, uh, shall, call a nation that you do not know and a nation that uh, that did not know you shall run to you. Each and every one of us walk about our walk about our daily lives not knowing what the what the next moment will bring, not knowing what five years from now could bring. I mean for me speaking personally, it, it has always been a desire of me to to have the wife that I have today. But I did not know it was happening. But each and every day, the life in which I was walking prepared me for this moment. And so God has blessed me because uh, God has blessed me to be the man of this house, to have a wife, uh, to to be responsible for this small nation that he has given 
that he has given to me, which has and will always be a blessing. Because the Lord of your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he shall, for he has glorified you. God will provide you a, a, a circle. He will provide you an audience. He will provide you the talent in which you can use to affect the people that pay attention to you. And he does so because of the way in which uh, you have your connection directly to him and the way in which you you walk about your daily life that he can entrust you to bring more of his children back to him to to turn that to turn that switch on inside of the person because we all have the Holy Spirit in us but turn that switch on to where we are listening with our ears with the Holy Spirit it has to say strengthening our connection to our Father. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Ah, stop right there. Seek the Lord while he may be found. If you seek him, you will find him. If you seek him, you will find him. But if you do not seek him, you will not find him. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Speak to him. Pray. Give him your Bible. Give him your word. Ask him for advice. Ask him to walk with you day and day and watch as your days get better by and by. Let the wicked forsake his ways. When you come to the Lord, when you accept him, when you have sought and found him, there's a renewing of your spirit. There's a renewing of your mind. You are being, you are being washed away of your old ways and, and, and you are now a new creature in his eyes. So you're, you're, leaving all of that bad stuff in, in the past. You're forsaking those ways. And the unrighteous man, his thoughts, your, your thoughts are, are can play tricks on you. They can lead you to do the wrong things. It can cause you to steer off your path just for a moment, taking the long road to the right way rather than the straight and narrow road because God will not forsake you, but, but your ways will forsake you. Your thoughts will forsake you. So you ensure that you are armored, uh, you are armored in the Lord and keeping on that path. But even so, there there is salvation. Let him return to the Lord, that me that that he uh, may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. He will consistently give you the opportunity. Repent, and he and he and he will pardon you. He will wash that sin away. He will wash that sin away. For my thoughts uh, are not, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. He is letting us know that he is the one that is all-knowing, is omnipotent. He is forever present. He, he, he can be everywhere all at the same time. So we now understand who holds the power and who
can provide for you each and every day, who can forgive you, who can cons consistently bless you, even though you may not even be eligible. You may not even qualify for the forgiveness, but he's still providing for you. He's still protecting you in ways that you, you do not even understand. But you gather that understanding because, because you've turned from your ways. You'll get, you're establishing that relationship further with him. So, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts uh, than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return, therefore, but water the earth, bring it forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my words be that goes out from my mouth. It shall return it shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. You now have the power that's within you. The relationship is strong. It is, it is unbreakable. And you have the ability now that to walk in the life that God has purposed for you and anything and everything that you do, that you do with him by your side, the one that strengthens you through all the seasons, through all the storms, through all the trials and tribulations. When you step out and deliver what it is that God has given to you to share with others, it shall be sent and it shall, and, and it shall be received and it shall succeed for its purpose in which it has gone out. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing and all the trees of the land shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorns shall come up the cypress. Instead of the, of the briar shall come up uh, with myrtle and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that will not be cut off. See, see, you're working with the power. You're working with the power of God. You know that he's there and on your side, there is nothing that can stop you from achieving what God has purpose for you because he is all powerful. Follow his path and then, and nothing that comes against you shall prosper. That's, that's the word for today. That's Isaiah 55. And I hope it was a blessing unto you. And, and we, and we have a deeper understanding that though we're we're, we're living this quarantine life. We have to stay at home. We have to, we have to keep our social distancing. We're, get, we're, we're collectively starting to realize the importance of just simply washing your hands, that you have to wear a mask, not, for, not only to protect yourself, but to protect others. Because as Donald Trump has said, it is, a, it is an invisible enemy. You do not know when it will come, but you know that regardless of not knowing this virus, you know who knows of the virus and can prevent the virus from entering your life. And that's God. The compassion of the Lord has allowed you to still be clean. It, it has allowed you whether to be asymptomatic. It has allowed you to not even have contracted this virus. And you should not waste the blessing that God has has given you because your life has been purposed for a particular reason and it is to bring further light into the world to further inspire and instill hope in people that they too can achieve the things that they want that that when it is all said and done 
we as a people will be better for it. We will be drawing closer to the one that the one that matters the most. As I've said before, disconnected equals connected. That that there there are there are things happening in the world that people are being exposed to that they were not exposed to before. And that's Jesus because they see it constantly every single day. I hear his word and his name being spilled out and called upon from those in which I never thought would even be possible. That they're constantly seeing it on their feed. They're, they're seeing it on the Instagram. They're seeing it on YouTube. They're seeing it on Facebook because everyone is going live. Everyone is using Zoom and you're being able to see what the Lord has to say virtually. So God has, has purposed this season for us, not only to draw closer to one another and increase the compassion uh, towards one another, the understanding, uh, the, the respect, the love and admiration for what it is that people do, because there's a lot of things in life that we took, we took for granted. And now we're seeing how important and how valuable the moments that we have been given are, and we should not waste them. So our, the compassion of the Lord is real. Let us not squander the days and the moments that we have with the loved ones, uh, with those who, are, who can still work and, and are part of keeping the economy flowing to the best of its abilities, but also for us that can work be compassionate and be our brothers and sisters keepers. Find something, some way in which we can help someone who we know that is in need. As I said before, over 22 million people have filed for unemployment. Yes, there's money coming in, but it's not the same. When that money is gone, will they be able to go back to work? We need to be a people of God, a church going out into the world, doing what it is that the church has been purposed to do. Because as the scripture says, we've read through this chapter. Do, do what it is. It shall, it shall be received, but it shall accomplish what which I purpose. He has purposed the church for a reason. And the church is not the building. It is the people who collectively fellowship and praise his name, us and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. The church is there to instill hope. The church is there to provide and support to those who are in need, not to let thy brother and thy sister be led astray and left in the forest, the, the fiery forest to fend for itself. So I hope this has been a blessing. I did, didn't want it to be this long, but it touched my heart and I had to spill it out unto you. So I hope it was an encouragement. Thank you so much. It has been an entrepreneur's courage and we'll see you next Thursday. God bless.